We are now recording. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was gonna. I pulled my microphone closer, and I've got this like old bottle of lemonade on my desk, and I swear it's not urine. It's just lemonade, unless (laughs) urine tastes like lemonade, in which case it's urine. (laughs) Anyway, I hope for your sake it's not urine, because then where would it have even come from? Uh, like a trick you played on yourself. You know, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. (laughs) Aw, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right. Lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. So, uh, hi. Hey, guys. We haven't been uh, doing a a regular podcast for quite some time at this point. Uh, Like two, three weeks ago, four weeks ago at this point, we uh, had Ro and Wicked Kitten here with us, uh, recording with us. And then uh, our last show, we had James Ridgers from Blizzard uh, telling us about how Blizzard is haunted and how there's chocolate inside of the orc statue. Yeah, and how it's like built on the burial ground and yeah, all kinds of interesting facts about Blizzard. Totally. But that are totally true. Yes. <laughs> even though he totally denounced all of that yeah. in the in the episode. Uh that's not what he meant probably. I only hear what I want to hear. Yep. Um but it feels like we haven't done a regular old fashioned lagging but every time I say old fashioned I think of like jerking somebody off. You know that so fast. like, yeah. oh, an old fashioned. Yeah, it's oh, been a while shit. since yeah, we had an old fashioned. fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it does. It does feel like the very first time because it's been a long time. Yeah. So it's nice to be back. You it know, it is. feels like putting on an old sweater. Yes. That you're like, oh yeah, this sweater. I totally forgot all about this sweater. This, you know I love what this it's sweater. More like though. It's like when all of your underpants is, are dirty, and you're like, well, guess I'll put on this pair that I've already worn, and it, you know, still kind of smells like my undercarriage, but it's, what else can I do besides going commando? And so you put it on, and it's like, it's either, like, still moist from the last time you wore it, or it's all crusty. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you just go commando at that point? <laughs> No, this is a bad analogy. I, I feel, thought it would be a good one. I feel like I'd pass on the crust. <laughs> go for the pass on the crust. Go for the moist. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that what lagging balls is? <laughs> I'm so happy to be back. Hello, yeah. everybody. This is the Lagging Balls podcast, and we talk about Blizzard games. <laughs> We swear. We swear. We do swear a lot. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. We solemnly swear that we aim to not be good, but we're too lazy to follow through with any real mischief. We try to push the envelope, by which I mean no. (laughs) And then again, no. Then again, no. (sighs) Delicious. (laughs) <laughs> hey guys, uh, so like both podcasts, we talk about Blizzard games, except for StarCraft, because we don't play it, sorry. Uh, 
It's not to say we would never play it, but we might someday. We have in the past. It's just we don't want to bring you news that we don't understand, you know? Right. Like, sometimes at work, the editors will be like, hey, can you please write this piece about CSGO or Fortnite? And I'm like, yes, because you're asking me to and you're my boss, but also no, because I have no fucking idea what the fuck any of this means. Please just give me Blizzard stuff, you yeah. know? And that's what life is like for us, really. Like, <laughs> it's either bullshit like this or Blizzard stuff. Otherwise, like, we don't know any current events. We don't know science. I don't know where I am half the time. <laughs> uh, fuck, as well. You know, <laughs> that's like, an item on the list. Yeah, yeah. It's just, this is, this is what we do. So we don't want to bring up stuff that we don't know because we don't want to waste your time. Right. We're not big wasters of time. No. No. We're users of time. Yes. Like how we're using your time right now to tell you that we're not wasters of time. No. We would never waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> oh, Ford. Uh, you're here. I didn't hey, notice. hello. What's up? Um, glad to have you here. You weren't on the last show, so it seems like, you know, a lifetime. Feels like the first time. No, I said a lifetime. Oh. Finally found the love of a lifetime. A love to last my whole life through. Sorry. Nice. Thank you. Let's just keep singing. Like, that's what people really want, right? <laughs> right? No, that's not what you want at all. <laughs> Thorne, what have you been up to recently in gaming? Because let's, let's the... just steer this fucking yes. garbage... Garbage barge. Garbage barge. Thank you. The um, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two of podcasting. Yes, the garbage barge of podcasting. Podcasting. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the garbage barge of podcasting. Paul Blart Well, in gaming, I um, picked my stream back up. Um, you stream on Twitch. I do stream on Twitch from time to time. Uh, You're a from, Twitch strummer. From, from time to time. You're in Twitch, Twitch TV. Yes, but it turns out I'm actually pretty close to affiliate. So oh. I'm going to push on that for the next uh, few days. So this week, expect to see more streaming from me. And I think um, I was streaming some Bioshock Remastered last night, which uh, I never really played through originally uh, when it was current. So damn sure glad they remastered it because it's beautiful damn sure and uh i'm really enjoying it good and i gotta say um the way that that relates to blizzard games is that uh when i first started playing bioshock remastered it was a year and a half ago maybe longer and uh i was a terrible shot i mean that is a game where you have to you got to take on enemies you got to shoot them right it's a shooter yeah uh and i was terrible at it oh but uh, I gotta say, since all of my Overwatch training, I am a crack shot in that yeah! bad boy. Oh man! Overwatch saving lives. Yeah. Of non NPCs <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, the NPCs are screwed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but what a what a unique, wonderful game. Um, you know, I'm only about four hours into it, and it's spectacular. And three of those four hours were last night. So um, that Duh. stream will continue tonight after after this recording. After recording this. Yep. And um, for the next few nights this week, because uh, I'd probably li- I'd like to hit that affiliate mark. I had no clue how close it I was to it. It is pretty sweet when you hit that affiliate yeah. mark, I must say. I'd like to join the ranks of other affiliates, such as you. Yes. 
such as I. What about you? What what else have what, what have you been up to? Um, I've been watching a lot of Overwatch League. I've been watching a lot of Mythic Dungeon Invitational. Um, while we've been not recording this, uh, the MDI, APAC, and EU have been going on. APAC, not so much. There were some issues with that. Um, nonetheless, very exciting. Uh, but I just recently got back from a trip to Canada because that's where my family lives because I am Canadian. Hello. Canada! My name is Thist. I'm from Ontario. I'm Canadian. Um, (laughs) and I just sort of live in the States. I don't know. It's, it kind of sucks because, like, when I'm home, my accent comes out. Like, we have my family. It seems like the older we all get, the more accent we acquire. My grandparents are almost in, inintelligible. Like, I don't know what they're saying half the time. <laughs> like, it's just so thick at this point. And I, you know, as I was leaving the country, I'm like, I got to hold on to my accent because I like the way it sounds like it's you know it's representative of my family and where I come from and whatever but as soon as I got here it just it dropped off again I don't know except at the beginning of the show do but we're talking about the purg cursed that's not how we talk isn't that exactly how Canadians sound that's the lagging balls accent (laughs) the weird shit that we say that doesn't make any sense like Dirk Moon fur and shit uh but yeah and shit yeah but I had a good time up there um, I'm really wh- glad. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You hadn't been back in a while. No, I. it's been a while and it sucks, but I'm going to try to go up more often. you got to renew that red and white Canadian card. Yes. Yes. And Not that I, you could ever lose it, but you got to keep no. it fresh. Yeah, you got to keep it fresh. And I did actually see a beaver while I was there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Was it blocking traffic? <laughs> no, it wasn't blocking traffic. Aww. It was in the water, but yeah. Um, it, was, it was good. It was good. It was fun. Did you see any meese? No, I didn't see any 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 moose, but uh, you know they don't t- typically hang out where I'm from. Anyway, uh, what have we been up to? So uh, we A lot. we were yeah we were on the Azeroth Roundtable episode two sixty five last Friday. Were we? I don't. I think we were because it was for four twenty. Oh shit! We were supposed to have a party with the guild too. But we did. We did? I think. That's oh. what people are telling us. Okay, I good. I don't remember, but so I... So we had a guild party, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, on High Mountain, I do recall that yeah, I was, was wearing a hat, <laughs> and it said titties on it, <laughs> and I had, like, a bunch of pot leaves around my neck that lit up. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We were there. We dressed yeah, up yeah, for yeah, the, that the occasion. That's right. So you can see that VOD. <laughs> we're going to have the link in the show notes to their VOD for that one. Um, Might be worth just taking in the visuals yeah, for a moment. don't do drugs. But don't, don't, don't do watch it. Yeah, don't watch that. Well, watch it. But like, give them actually, credit. But also don't watch it. Watch it for John and Ben. Yeah, always watch John and Ben because you know why? Those guys are good guys. Yeah, plus Ro Those, is on that one. Yeah, Ro is a good guy too also as well. <laughs> And also with you. And also with you. <laughs> and me. No, not us. And you. Not you. Not me. And just them. And Zaboomafu. Do you guys remember Zaboomafu? What the fuck is that? I think that might have been just Canadian. I don't know. What does it mean, with, though? With the Krat Brothers? You'll never know. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, today, we were uh, we had the pleasure of guesting on uh, Geeks of Azeroth, episode 162. So we'll have the link to uh, both Azeroth Roundtable and Geeks of uh, Azeroth in the show notes, you really have to check it out. 
Um, that was fun. Yes, Geeks of Azeroth. Those guys are fantastic. It's three guys. They're all real cute and they're real funny. Um, they they tried to pull the wool over our eyes with some twenty questions. Oh yeah. We shut that down pretty quick. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I got to talk about BGs. Um, <laughs> I always want to say like. Like, when I say BGs, I'm thinking of BJs, and then I'm thinking of blowjobs, you know? So when Not I say BG, I get, like, a smirk, because that's what I'm thinking, but, like, it's one of those jokes that doesn't make sense to anybody but me. Just like when somebody says bonus, I think of boner, and then I'm just like, boner, out loud, and the person's like, what? And I'm like, uh, bonus. Nothing. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> um, and then I start thinking of, like, blow, blow glob, blow gobs. Blowgobs. Blowgob, and that just sounds awful. By the Purr-cursed way, cursed blurgers. Blurgobs, but uh, you know, long story short, short just uh, check Too out Geeks of Az- Azeroth because it's <laughs> good. Um, last night uh, we did the LBS, the Lagging Ball stream on Twatch. Twatch dot Twayvay. I don't. Twayvay. Is that like the Jewish version of TV? Twayvay. <laughs> I don't know anymore. It's been too long. I don't know how to do this. Or, yes, it was, a, it was our 29th LB stream. Oh, shit. It's going to be 30 on Friday. You know what else it's going to be? What? It's going to be May. Oh! <laughs> All that I do isn't enough for you. I don't, I'm trying to pretend like I know the words, but I don't. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, you do. I don't, actually. Uh, nope. Um, right, so we did uh, episode 29 of the LBS, that is the uh, sort of random variety show we do on Fridays on twatch.tv, and uh, this week we talked about fetishes. We literally just pulled up a list of uncommon fetishes, defined them, and then tried to figure them out without looking them up. That was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. We learned a lot of things, mostly that pat crane doesn't agree that when you like something you need to jerk off on it or next to it i know or what a weird it. guy like what like what like what like why i'm pretty sure he was just being appropriate in front of other people you know what he does that way too much <laughs> he's being responsible we have to fix that <laughs> some people say we're a bad influence on him you know <laughs> we're a bad influence on a lot of people that's not including true. all of you listening right we're just now. bringing out the best in you can <laughs> no, couldn't even finish that. Um, yeah, so we'll have Twi- a link to Toy Vey. Toy Vey. So we have a link to that in the show notes if you would like to see that. Uh, highly recommend. Um, uh, and we just got back from having dinner with friggin' Jules Scott yeah. of the Torn Think Tank yeah. and CTR. Like, Jules Scott, she's she here, here visiting family. We got to meet her parents, we got to sit down with them, and let me just say, Jules is a secret badass. She's got she's done so many secret badass things. Her parents are secretly badass. And I don't know. Like I just like I was already in love with her, but now I'm like ten times more. In oh love god, with yeah. With that woman. She's just And her fabulous parents. And her fabulous parents. So uh Jules, if you're listening, thank you so much for that. It was so great to see you guys. It is great to meet and hang out with uh people within this community who are visiting or, you know, living on the East Coast. It is great. It is. It is great. It is the thing that is great. Um, and uh, I just uh, I tweeted a photo. So if you want to see that, check out. Yeah. So if you haven't already seen it, check, check us out. And uh, we have an announcement. An announcement. Um, this is just sort of a 
a preview. We we really need a lot of uh, a lot more work to do on this, so it's not going to be for a while. But we have a good idea about it. But uh, we have decided to start doing some playalongs. Yes, some, a new stream. Yes, streaming some playalongs on Monday nights. Uh, so uh, f- you know, for now, like we don't. Usually when Thorne and I get an idea about a new thing for the podcast, it just kind of festers for a while until we say, fuck it, let's just do it. <laughs> and then we start learning. So that's probably what this is going to be. But for for the most part, I think it'll be um, Thorne and I playing video games mm-hmm. on on Twitch. Yep. So that's... And just yelling random shit yeah. at each other. I mean, you know, more of the, the same that you're used to from us, but while playing games. Yes. And you can be along for the ride. Visually. And sensually. Spiritually? On camera, but only if my hair is good. Yeah, if my hair is not good. I'm actually thinking of investing in a nice blonde wig. <laughs> Why blonde? I don't know. It's just a, such just a so departure you're... from my hair right now, you know? Maybe I'll get one too, and then we can <gasps> just have our blonde days. Let's be blonde. <laughs> we would be so cute. Oh my god. Let's be blonde. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I guess that's uh, everything for now. We still have a lot more to do, a lot more to discuss. Um, there's a lot of interesting things going on with the show this year that we have to get through and, and get done and, and all that stuff uh, before BlizzCon. But uh, for now, that's the announcement. And uh, if you are curious uh, about anything that we are up to or thinking about or talking about uh Join our Discord. Honestly, it's it's an amazing place to be. Everybody is super nice there. And uh, we have some exclusive opportunities for listeners right now in Discord. We're not going to talk about it here. We don't, we're not talking about it on social media. But there are some unique opportunities for you guys if you join the Discord. So, <laughs> what are they? She's probably lying. <laughs> She's always lying. <laughs> <clears throat> Can we move on? Because the the we first the first topic that we need to talk about is uh it's really important. really important. Ugh. So it's time for Blizzard news. This is the fucking news. <laughs> and now here we are in Blizzard. Hey, hey, how are you? Hey, welcome to Blizzard news. Hello and welcome to Blizzard news. <laughs> it is my most favorite. Uh topic you know okay like you guys know i love video games eh, huh? right (laughs) (laughs) but only blizzard i mean i like other games too but i only give a real shit about blizzard games yeah you know i love talking about them but what i've come to realize is i am less of a video game fan and more of a blizzard fanatic and therefore, this section of the show, whenever we get to talk about it, is my absolute favorite. You're a Blizzard fanatic. I am. And that's okay. It's spectacular. Is it? Who yeah. knows? I don't know. It is. We'll make it okay. <laughs> we'll make it okay. There's a lot of things we have to make okay. This is just okay. For I, don't, I don't know. It is. I mean, this whole podcast is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So what we need to talk about is something that uh, happened a few days ago. So, April 21st, 2018 at 12, 19 p.m. PST. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Brian Holinka, 
former lead PvP designer on World of Warcraft, who mysteriously left the Warcraft team back in June for some reason. Uh, we don't know where he's been. Yep. We know that a lot of people who have been working on uh, known Blizzard franchises have been leaving those posts and going somewhere else. Somewhere else. Where did they go? Into Mystery IP Land. Yes. Mystery IP Land. IP Land. Freely. <laughs> um, and we don't know where that is. We don't know. But we do know where one of them has been. Yes. We know now where Halinka has been. And we often paddle the river Halinka on this show. <laughs> but you know who's been paddling? Oh, he's been paddling. Oh, has he been paddling? Brian Halenka left World of Warcraft to go to the goddamn gym. Holy <laughs> shit. Swolinka <gasps> has dropped 40 pounds of fat for his 40th birthday. Yeah, if you don't if you haven't seen this, we're going to have the link in the show notes. You got oh, yeah. to check out his his before and after hashtag #dadbod post because no dadbod no mo. I gotta tell you, if you have a problem with uh, PvP and you want to take it up with Helenka, I think you better take a look at this post first before you uh, think and think twice about yeah. maybe talking some you shit. You want to go on the fucking <laughs> PvP forums and, and fucking complain to Brian Helenka? Don't think so. Know why? Because he will murder you <laughs> with his fist, dude. Like that man could crush me. Yeah, he might he might crunch you between his abs if you talk too much smack. So definitely check check out Swolinka. Swolinka. <laughs> this dude? No. Like it's not even it's not even like you know when like people work out and they get like buff and shit? Yeah. He got like lean, ripped. Yep. Mega ripped, like ripped. He looks like a ninja turtle. Yeah, he did the shit. He did the shit. I wouldn't be surprised shaved. if he turned around and had a shell. A half shell. Right? Like, it looks like dude's been on a mountaintop somewhere doing some fucking martial arts and shit. You know? Like, the sweat dripping off and stuff. Like, like he's in a guys. montage? Yes! What's the song? Live to win! Till you been, die! He's been fighting boars in the forest. He's been killing. He's just, but instead of, like, shooting them with spells, he's literally been, like, punching them out. He's been working on his hand-to-hand... Um, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. What a transformation. Yes. Ryan Holinka, if you're listening, you're not. Swolinka, <clears throat> congratulations. Yeah, man. That is an insane transformation. Hell yeah. Dude, holy shit. I don't I don't know what else to say other than like everybody who ever said anything mean about Brian Holinka or about PvP needs to watch their ass. <laughs> Cause he's coming for you. Yeah, inspiring man. Well done. Yes. And you know what inspired him to do that? Beating, beating up trolls. <laughs> beating up those jerk-ass PvP trolls. Watch yourself. Well, you know, when you got to punch people through the internet, you got to punch really hard. Yes, that is also true. That's true. So what All else right. is happening in Blizzard news? Uh, moving on. Uh, Blizzard balance gifting is now available. Indeed. So you can send that all-important Blizzard money to your friends. Send the monies. Send that monies. Uh, it's the benefit of like retail gift cards and a new and easy to use digital format. Oh, yeah. I love the way Blizz does that. They're just yeah. like, let's stop like giving you physical shit and let's just make it five billion times easier because we know you're not going to go out 
into the public to your Walmart or what have you. Right. You're not going to get dressed. You're not fit to be seen by the regular people of the world. Right. Yeah. You're disgusting. Exactly. You, you're literally Cheeto encrusted. You're yes. wearing underpants. From like five days ago, and they yes. used to be moist, but now they're crusty, and yeah, they're poking you in the nether regions. Rewatching them or re-wearing them. Yes, you smell <laughs> like why, an undercarriage. That's why Blizzard had to pull you aside and say, "Why, why are we bullshit?" Yeah, like we know that none of your friends live near you; they all live somewhere else because you know them online. So let's just cut all the bullshit out of your life yeah. because that's what Blizz does for its players. It's like we're not going to bullshit you anymore. We're just going to make giving gifts, one, the easiest, because now you don't have to think about, like, which game to give which friend to give what thing, you know? It's yeah. literally just, like, have any Blizzard thing you want, here you go. And now you don't have to go outside to get it, and you certainly, I don't know why you would in the first place, do not need to go visit your friends to give them <laughs> gifts, because that's stupid. Right. Let's, you know, not, you, let's you, not be ridiculous. You run the risk of, like... A social engagement, if you do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Plus, there are, like, there are social diseases. Yes. You know, there's, like, lice out there. I've, you know, you know, I heard about a lice once. There's con crud, just, like, just like creeping around. Yeah. You don't want to get any of that. Yeah. You might fall in love. There's STDs. Not have time for games anymore. I don't want any socially transmitted diseases. I don't want to fall in love. That seems terribly distracting. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, we'll have the link to that in the show notes. And, uh, you know, Christmas is just around the corner. Not really. Sort of. No, kind of. Not really. Whatever. Just send you your got time. Shit. Yeah, you got, fr- you you got, got time. time. You got time. You know what else is going on? What? Activision Blizzard has teamed up with Nielsen to measure esports brands. They absolutely have. If you've ever heard of Nielsen, they're the ones who used to do the TV ratings. Well, they still do TV ratings. But they're the ones who measure what people are watching. And as new media has come out, they've adjusted to measure other forms of new media. Activision Blizzard is now teaming up with them to measure the esports brands that they're putting out into the world. So that means... They're going to be measuring the brand exposure during esports events, and uh, this is going to be applying to a variety of Activision Blizzard titles. As well as Call of Duty, for some reason. Well, I mean, it is Activision Blizzard, so it's going to be... I know, it's just... Beyond Blizzard games. COD is just, like, deeply, deeply less fun than any Blizzard game, so that's <laughs> just fun. So what this is going to do is, like, some people are nervous about it because, like, they're going to see... The esports, you know, not bringing in as much as they probably think that they will. But, like, Blizzard doesn't pull any punches, you know? Like, Blizzard's not trying to pull the wool over your eyes. And I think this is a good thing, because, like, Nielsen's going to come in, and they're going to see just how fucking popular Overwatch League is, you know? And, unfortunately, like, they're going to measure up Overwatch League. Like, they're going to, like, pit it against uh, the MDI or, you know, HTC or whatever. And they're going to see, like, a huge difference, because, you know... Uh. Obviously, Overwatch League is way more popular. Overwatch League has the massive sponsors like Toyota and Omen HP and Sour Patch Kids Mm. and T-Mobile. Am I missing one? Fleshlight isn't a sponsor. Nope. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. Somehow nor is Tortino's pizza rolls anymore. What happened with that? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Talking about missed opportunities. Definitely. God, 
I wish there were some vegan fucking pizza rolls. Mm, pizza you know rolls. what would happen if there was some vegan fucking pizza rolls? We would all be a lot fatter. Yes. <laughs> God damn. Is that like a nice snack? Because like we don't have those in Canada. At you all? Know? No, oh. we don't at all. Didn't know that. We have the delicious uh, McCain pizza pockets. Ooh. Not the Pillsbury. Those are gross. The McCain ones. Ah, they'll McCain. do you right all night long. But we don't have the Tortino's pizza. We don't have anything like pizza rolls. Have you seen the video of that kid who ate 50 pizza rolls in a row and then like washes it down with a thing of vodka? You definitely need to see that because that kid is amazing. Anyway, what Nielsen's going to do is it's going to come in and see how awesome Overwatch League is. And it's going to, uh, you know, like afford Blizzard to put more resources into its eSport broadcasting, which is what we all want, obviously. It is. And let me be specific about it. Here's the cool thing about this. When you have a bunch of brands and you have a bunch of events and you're doing esports like this, let's say let's say you're doing anything. If you go to a potential advertiser and you say, hey, we brought in 100 people last night. I'm being ridiculous, right? But hey, 100 people watched us last night. The advertiser would be like, yeah, okay. Um, says you. <laughs> yeah. But the oh, point really? is, when you work with something like Nielsen, it's a third party. And it's a third party research organization that is specific to these kinds of measurements. So the great thing is, this means that they're showing a real, genuine commitment to their brand partners, to their advertisers, and to growing the sponsorship opportunities. And that's nothing but a good thing for all of us. Absolutely. So this is just another big step forward in the culmination of esports as a business on that side. Now, whether you care about that or not, it's a big deal. So just be aware of it. It's happening. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's it's making everything even more legit. Absolutely. And that's the important this part. This is legitness. Yes. I want to be able to talk about Overwatch League with anybody. Like, people talk about those dumb T-sports all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move into World of Warcraft news, shall we? We shall. LB Newsline. News you can use unless you refuse. Uh, uh, wow, BFA is now in beta. Hey, how about that? Cool. That's what comes after alpha, huh? That is right. Hey, all right. So we're moving right along. Yeah, we are. And speaking of moving right along, because we don't do spoilers on this show. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, congratulations to everybody who's playing the beta. We hope you enjoy it. We hear it's amazing. Yay. Yeah, get get to it. Yeah, get to it. Uh, so the Mythic Dungeon Invitational has been going on uh, for the past two weekends. So we finished uh, APAC. A lot of bullshit went down that weekend, unfortunately. Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, uh, the internet in Australia is apparently terrible. Oh. And I know that we have a lot of Australian listeners. Sorry, Australian listeners. Australia. We fucking love you guys so much. And uh, if you guys are affected by the slow-ass uh, wonky internet uh, down there, I'm really sorry about it. I can't think of anything more annoying in oh, life. Oh, yeah. Our internets, they're like uh, having a flat tire. Please don't try people's accents. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> don't do it. Are you telling me no? N- no, no? No. No. I still can't do it. No. 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 You got to give it like 15 syllables. No. No. 
I love it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm honestly not mocking it at all. I fucking. We're just trying to be cool. Like I love it. Oh fuck! It sounds so nice. (laughs) So good. But um. Uh yeah. So uh a lot of uh some of the teams weren't able to finish the matches. Uh getting DC'd, uh, lagging out, and things like lagging balls. Oh (laughs) man. Um, including last year's uh, champ, the reigning champions, Free Marcy, weren't able to compete optimally because this internet was so fucking bad. That's what they do. I know they they compete optimally. So, uh so what <laughs> they're going to do is they're going to have some rematches coming up soon. Um this weekend uh was the uh European MDI, which was really really great. Um our our boy Robert Wing was uh manning the desk uh for most of the the cast time, so it was great to see him doing that. Um it it gave me flashbacks of like when it's him and Sloot like as long as there's like at least two bald people yep. at the desk, I feel better. Yes, about everything. Like all the other casters are great. You know, I, I love. I'm happy to see them all. Like Nagura is amazing. She's great. Sours, uh, Trekkie, uh, Healing Stat, uh, Rich Campbell. Uh, am I forgetting anybody? There's like 700 of them, so there's I'm sure you're missing somebody. Much, but. Yeah, but it's necessary because like that goes on. Oh yeah. Like, it started, like, this weekend for us on the East Coast, it started at 8 in the morning, and it ends around 6 o'clock at night. That's a long fucking day. That is damn long. Um, It is damn long. But uh, I can't can't recommend the MDI enough. It is just so freaking cool to see these top teams competing in uh, casual content. I mean, I know it's not casual when they do it, but, like, we've all been in these dungeons. We've, you know, like, Legion Endgame has been around long enough where, like, I'm sure everybody who plays WoW who's listening has been in at least one of these dungeons, you know? Yeah. And, like, yes, they have crazy affixes, and, yes, like, the keys are super high and stuff, but, like, just, it's like... You can relate. You can relate. Like, if you've ever gone, like, figure skating at a public rink, this is me being Canadian... Uh, you know, like you, you get the idea. Like skating, it's it's kind of difficult. You're kind of wobbly, whatever. But you skate around, it's fun. But then you know, you watch the Olympics, you watch like figure skaters and shit, and you're like, wow, I can really appreciate how hard that must be to do because you know I have been on the ice before. Yeah, like that's kind of what it's like. And and uh, and I say that because like the other esports, like within WoW, the uh, Arena World Championships, which is PvP, and like not everybody plays PvP, and not everybody does. Arenas. Not everybody does arenas. So sometimes it's a little difficult to follow that esport in particular. So like this this is just and I know I've said this a million times, but if you haven't checked out the MDI, please please check it out. This weekend is the North American weekend. It should be insane. The North Americans are very ballsy, uh, and uh <laughs> they are. Like uh it seems like North America usually just sort of tries to barrel through things. <laughs> Whereas, like, everyone else tries to be thoughtful about it. How very so. on par with our nation. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it, though? Uh, but, yeah, so it's just... It's, because it's America! Because America. <laughs> like, we're just going to do this and, and get it done. Um, but, yeah, so I uh, highly recommend, and I can't wait to see what happens next. There was also a Q&A with Ian Hezacostas last week. It sure was. Last week. Um, and it was great to see... Kind of a big the, one. Yeah, it was. It Talked was, a lot about BFA. A lot about BFA, and it's so cool that they, you know, they they do these so regularly, and they're just being transparent with things, and like uh, they they answered a lot of um, dif- difficult questions this time, uh, like the uh, global cooldown change, for example. Like, what is that? That's the hot topic right now. What is that change? Um, so they're adding 
many offensive cooldowns back into the global cooldown. Okay. Uh, so uh, the WoW team is trying to pull back the power of multiple stacked cooldowns. Right, because you feel weak when they're not up. Exactly. You blow all the cooldowns, have a big burst, and then you're weak after. Exactly. Uh, you, so you blow your <laughs> cooldowns. Yeah, all at we once. we mentioned this on Geeks of Azeroth <laughs> this morning, but nobody played into the. Uh, they're pro- they're professionals. They are professionals. <laughs> We're so, talking about blowing your load all at once and then feeling super weak and not and being upset that you can't blow it. You know, for a while yet. For a while you yet, a like while. you gotta like wait. <laughs> what would your okay? So are we officially calling the time between which like? And I know that you know I don't have this problem, but a lot of people do, who are male. Uh, uh, it's called so, the refractory period. Yeah, but like, can we call it the global cooldown now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sorry, baby, I'm on GCD. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm on. I'm on global cooldown. And she's like, I'm on GCD. Can you just like use your macro? And you're like. <laughs> Oh, the macro, and you're just like pouring like lotion into your hands, like, and then you're like lubing up her finger because you know there's a few buttons you have to press for that macro to uh, to make you burst. <coughs> yep. Why have we never put this together before? I don't know. It just seems it seems, it seems so, so obvious. obvious. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. basically, they talked about how the global cooldown sets the pace for the game, right? Yeah. The more things that are off the global cooldown the more they remove potential decision-making. So it, what Ian said was basically you're not choosing between A and B if you can just do both. And what they would prefer is that you're making meaningful decisions right. with what your cooldowns are. You not that you're just have... putting everything into a macro and hitting one button and, and blowing it all at once. Exactly. You have to have the foreplay. You know, you like you have to like, you know, hit a few certain spots before you hit your your cooldown before you yeah. burst, you know, you like line up the cooldowns. It's just the WoW team is trying to make this game last longer and make sure that it's more satisfying for not just you, but you know, the people that you play with. You don't want to just burst all over them all at once, you know? Like you've got <laughs> like Ian said, you can choose between A and B. He gave an example in game, would you like me to read it? Yeah, give me the example. Eden's example was basically if you're a resto druid healing a dungeon and your tank's almost dead, you're almost dead, and you have fire under your feet in that moment, you obviously need to heal, heal, your, t- heal your tank, and you need to move out of the fire. But let's say Swiftman is on cooldown. So you either stand in the fire and use regrowth, cast regrowth, to heal your tank, or you move out of the fire and throw a rejuve on the tank. Maybe you wild charge out of the fire, then heal the tank. But if everything's on global cooldown, then it's a decision that you have to make. Therefore, a skilled player can make the right call based on the situation and encounter. But if, let's say, wild charge isn't on the global cooldown, you can just get out of the fire and heal the tank. But that makes the difference between two players' skill more about their reaction time. And that, and so basically they were saying wow should be about reaction time or making the right decision. So in essence, he was saying, right now, without some of those things being on the global cooldown, there's no decision to make. You can... You can blink yourself right out of the fire and be healing the tank at the same time. And it, it's not, you know, whereas some of you out there would be hearing that and saying, well, what's wrong with that? You know, the the point is that you're making meaningful decisions and that you have to make those decisions carefully in order to enrich your gameplay. That makes total sense to me. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard, like, this is one example, and it's hard um, to really understand hard. what those are all going to be. And they definitely have not worked them out 
for all classes yet. He specifically said that they're still working on that for each class. This is the overall global cooldown change. Um, and so obviously there's a lot of people, there's a lot of uproar about that. Yes, but if you are partaking in this uproar, um, fear not, it's okay. This happens every time. Yep. Every time there's a new expansion coming out, shit happens. Shit is like prophesized. Things are, you know, mentioned by developers and then blown out of the water. And, you know, sometimes they actually do make huge decisions that could potentially change gameplay as we know it. And that's okay because it'll either work out fine, just trust Blizz, or it won't work out fine and then Blizz will fix it, yeah. you know? Yep. It's okay. And like Ian was saying, just like giving constructive feedback is good. Telling the developers that it's bad because you don't like it is not helpful. Yep. So if you have, like, if this comes to fruition and it is not working for you, let them know, you know, like tell them specifically what's wrong and do that. Yeah. So some other quick hit things that were also in the Q&A were that artifact abilities, a lot of them will be moved to talents. So they're not necessarily all going away. Fine. Um, personal loot, quote unquote, is now just known as loot. That's going to be the, the default for every mode now. Sure. Um, because, quote, you deserve loot for killing the boss. Yes, unquote. we do. Sure do. And then finally, a very interesting note about the Horde. <laughs> With BFA being so <laughs> faction-centric, uh, you know, the, the whole the Horde is evil thing has come back into uh, vogue, I guess. Um, and Ian was saying, like, the Horde being, quote-unquote, evil is a matter of perspective. The Horde has many facets to it, like the Forsaken representing different things than the Tauren. Um, there's been an uneasy partnership between those groups for some time. The Horde isn't monolithic. Uh, both sides are fighting for survival, and some resort to desperate measures. Both sides should be worried about becoming evil. Uh, all the way back to orcs versus humans, you may have assumed humans were the good guys and orcs were evil, but there's a lot more nuance than that. Yeah, so all the way back, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah. like that he called it out that way. Totally, and I happen to know that Ian's been playing Horde since day one, so, you know... <laughs> Maybe bias, but who knows better than, you know, somebody who's been playing Horde for 15 years. Yeah. And who also runs the game. So just saying, just, just saying. Well, everybody involved with the game has to be very involved with both sides. Yeah. But, you know, what so we're well saying is, besides, you know, join the Horde, we're not evil. <laughs> you know, there's evil parts to both sides. We're just drawn that way. Yes. Okay, a couple other things. Right, so Strand of the Ancients was removed in BFA. Um, we're do They're doing like this whole new uh, battleground system where you can uh, queue for big BGs or little BGs. <laughs> we all know why I find that funny now. Um, but Strand is kind of in the middle because it was like a 15v15. It wasn't like a 40. It wasn't like a smaller number than that. It was a 15. It's right in the middle. Plus, apparently people don't like Strand. I don't like Strand. I like Strand. I don't know. Anyway, so that's been removed for now. Uh, also, Ashran has been temporarily removed. So what I'm thinking is, uh, this is not the last we've seen of Strand. They will probably recycle the content and make it something new or make it slightly different or put it into a different... Or rework it so that NPCs drive the vehicles or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe just add more people to it. Who knows? But uh, for now, I'm going to miss Strand, but... Uh, I'm just so in love with Seething Shore, like, I really care right yeah. now. It's fine. Um, there's been a massive Blood Elf racial nerf. Everybody knows this. Holy lifting. Uh, so, um. So now it's a 2.5 minute cooldown, which is longer than the 1.5 minutes that it used to be on cooldown. Yeah. 
And instead of silencing for two seconds, it now silences for only one. Yeah. And then um, basically they said they're looking at outlier racials, racials like the human racial, every man for himself, and the blood elf arcane torrent racial that we were just talking about. So what do you think, Fist? Rip blood elves? Um, Blood elves? No, I'm not going to stop playing blood elf, but that does really suck for me. I use arcane torrent constantly. All of the time. Yeah. The, in PvP and PvE. The increased cooldown and the nerf on the yeah. silence. Ugh, it hurts me. I'm hoping that it's not as bad as I think it's going to be. But if it is, again, I am not worried. You know, like I am a blood elf who regularly interrupts things all of the time. Like when you're in, what's what's our raid? Like a 12-man raid? When you're in a heroic 12-man raid, as an, a blood elf, you are expected to interrupt things. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to still use that and you know as a blood elf who PVPs I'm expected to interrupt things. So this is, you know, something that's going to direct affect me directly. But I'm not worried because I trust Blizz. So fuck you. <laughs> who? I don't know. But it'll be fine. Let's move on to Overwatch. It's Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, so welcome to the end of season 9. Goodbye, season, season nine. nine. And hello, competitive season 10. Hello, Brigitte. <laughs> They're like back to back this time. So yeah, no downtime uh, going right into season 10. Congratulations on your placements from or um, on the end of your uh, your rankings from season nine. It's time for more placements and uh, to see where you end up in season 10. Uh, and this time you can be really pissed off about uh, Brigitte in there to, to, to stun you a bunch. Hooray! <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Uh, in so, the meantime, yeah. there's a lot of PTR changes coming. Indeed. Uh, most notably, uh, Hanzo. His scatter shot has been removed. He will no longer Thank say, God. scatter. Scatter. <laughs> you, you won't hear that anymore. You won't get some random friggin' headshots. From around the friggin' corner, <laughs> from around your friggin' barrier, on friggin' Arisa, with a stupid Hondo, scattershotting all over me, and he hits me in the head and I die. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna miss that. No, sir. Uh, Simple geometry. Yeah, fuck you, Hanzo, doing some fucking math, like, piss off, nipple showing, uh, man with arrows. But now, uh, he's got storm arrows. Which uh, mm, which allows you to fire up to six lower damage arrows in rapid succession. Yeah, that's him. Uh, you know, u- using his GCD. Uh, you know, like that. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. I really have no idea. Um, that was a very strange and random version. No, you guys. Uh, but lunge has been added, so he can jump in a straight line in any direction. That's pretty so cool. So he's he's got increased mobility. It's like a ninja leap. Yeah, like he should have stuff. It's like a boing, boing. Uh, does it make up like a sound? When you I wish it? it did. It really should. You should really get nice. like an yeah. add-on that yeah. just goes boing. Please, please. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Um, his projectile speed has increased, and sonic arrow cooldown has been reduced, but the duration and re- radius has been reduced. Indeed. I- indeed. Shorter cooldown, but the duration of it and how much area it reveals. Both have been reduced. Yes, right to reckon. So the big thing uh, <laughs> in Overwatch news right now is the the proposed Symmetra changes, mm-hmm. and um, these are not on the PTR. They are not real yet, but Jeff Goodman uh, has 
taken to the forums and is sort of trying to like walk us through what they're thinking about for Symmetra. They have some really good ideas about what to do with her and uh mostly like the biggest thing that we know is that she is no longer going to be a support hero she wasn't much of one to begin with to be honest uh she will now be a defense hero so i have 33 hours on symmetra and i know that that would be completely doubled if she were more viable in the game itself she still has a zero pick rate in overwatch league and something needs to happen with her because you guys know I love me some Sumatra, okay? I always uh-huh. have. She just makes me laugh maniacally while I'm playing. Just <laughs> the fact that people die and I'm not even around. And then, oh, just like locking on to people. And just like the longer I lay and they try to run and I just follow them. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, that's, that's not going to be like that anymore. She's going to be, this is a complete hero rework. This is not a nerf. This is not a buff. This right. is a rework. So she's only going to have three turrets and she can shoot them in the air like, uh, like a, like a Farah type projectile. Um, and you know, like she'll shoot them someplace and then they'll land, they'll attach to the wall and they'll pop up the way they do. Um, and they're going to have increased health. Uh, so their health goes up to 30. So basically it's like you're putting two turrets down in one. Uh, also, their slow has been increased as well. Um, her primary fire, so her gun, instead of attaching onto enemies, it's a straight line, kind of like God. yeah, kind of like Zarya's. Finally, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not, I, I'm like the least happy about this in particular because I love locking. I think I'm onto the people. most happy about this. Actually. I love locking onto people, and like I know that that horrible microwave sound is happening in their <laughs> earphones, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep running because it's going to get better for me. Um, but it's going to have a limited range. Uh, so it still ramps up the more damage you do with it. So uh, it used to be um, 30, then 60, and then 120 every second. Um, but now it's going to be 65, 130, and 195 uh, every two seconds. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to have to work a little harder for this. But, uh, you know, all the more damage. Um also, uh, she's going to be able to do damages, damage to barriers and increase uh, her ammo by uh, killing barriers and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll see. So, it, it, so we'll again, see. this is all proposed. Yeah, so we'll yeah, see. yeah. We don't even know if this is all going to be real. Um, her teleporter is now her E. Um, so she's going to be able to line of sight, uh, put a teleporter 25 yards away um, where people will exit. And then the entrance to that portal that she just put somewhere else is going to pop up right in front of her so it's no longer in the spawn room it's going to be right in front of her so you're going to have to figure out like where do i want the entrance of this to be so it's got to be safe where do i want the exit to be um you got to be strategic about that but also because you can also teleport things as well as people, so like possibly diva bombs, junk rat tires, oh. uh, Bastion. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and just, just Bastion. Yeah, just Bastion. <laughs> He's a thing. Uh, she. Who Toss knows? Toss him through there. Yeah, just like get in there, you. Um, like when you like throw your dog in a pool, you're like go swimming. <laughs> Don't do that though. That's horrible. Um, and then finally, uh, her photon barrier is now becoming her ultimate, and it's no longer a tiny little random shield coming at you you're like oh moving out of the way oh god it's uh it's going to be this massive giant barrier wall with infinite like going left going right it's just going to cover this whole section of whatever and it's just going to fuck everybody there's a lot of this that is it's obviously still in the works and we're going to see what makes it to ptr and and all that because this is 
the way it sounds, her rework, um, parts of it are crazy OP. Um, for everything that you think might be getting nerfed on her, there's some other craziness that's yeah. like way out there. Um, like being able to throw a diva bomb through a teleporter is nuts. Yeah. And like that could add a lot of really cool play for the game or it could oh, just be horrible. Be so I mean, cool. there's there's a lot that they have to balance in this. It might go to PTR. It might end up even going live and then expect this stuff to continue to get changed because this is a rework. Oh, I just undid my pants. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> These symmetric changes uh, get, uh, getting you heated up, huh? No, I'm just fat. <laughs> Oh, that feels so much better. <laughs> anyway, so, how do you feel about this? Um, it's a bittersweet thing for me. I love the way Symmetra plays right now. I've worked really hard to get good at Symmetra. Um, and when you have a really good play with her, it just fe- you're on top of the fucking world, you know? Because everybody's like, don't play Symmetra, blah, blah, blah. And then you play her and you play her well. I mean, I'm sure that's like it's like that with every hero, really. But, you know, Symmetra's got the short end of the stick. And that's why it's bittersweet, because I really, I, I love her lore, I love the character, I love the way she looks, the way she, the, she plays, like, I love her kit, I love everything about her, and I would love to be a real Symmetra main and not have that be the most ridiculous thing that people have ever heard of, you know? Yeah. Um. So, I'm looking forward to getting to know her again, to figure out how to play her again, I'm um, looking forward to seeing more people embrace this hero, but at the same time, I will miss old Symmetra. All right. Yeah, so, uh, speaking of no Symmetra, let's move on to some Overwatch League news. Indeed. The world could always use more heroes. Here's the latest Overwatch League updates. Let's get to it already! Oh, I thank you, Tracer. She's so helpful. Isn't she, though? Yeah. Oh, okay, so... I just wanted to, we all know what's going on with the Overwatch League. If you don't care about Overwatch League, that's fine. If you do, you know what's going on. It's great. Next week is the final week of Stage 3. Um, actually, the uh, the finals uh, are on my birthday. So that's going to be happy birthday to Fist. Aw. Going to watch that. It's going to be great. Um, wouldn't it be great if the Gladiators like took the whole stage for some reason on my birthday? Would it? Yeah. That's great. I love the Gladiators. But we're not talking about the Gladiators right now. It'd be right greater now. if New York XL took it, honestly. I mean, that would be great, but, you know, they already had their turn. <laughs> what I want to talk about uh, is the proposed, like, the, the most likely team to win right now. And who is that? Which is the Boston Uprising. Ah. I just, I, I got to write this really cool article at work uh, the other day about how Boston Uprising rose above the rest in stage three because like Boston, you know, they're a solid team. They always have been, but they haven't been particularly threatening, you know, like they're they're They were nowhere near the top three, like yeah. exclusive Korean teams like London, Seoul and New York. Yeah. They were in um, middle of the pack. Exactly. They were very much so uh, middle of the pack. And now, holy shit, listen, listen to this. So they have bumped NYXL out of the top spot. They are now in the top spot. NYXL Rumble, is Rumble. in. Yes. When they beat NYXL, they they pushed NYXL out of their 11-game winning streak. So at that point, uh, Boston had an 8-game winning streak. They pushed NYXL out of that. And that night, the night that they beat NYXL, was the night that they had to sub in 
their uh, sub DPS mistakes for Dreamcasper because he got kicked out of the fucking league yep. for messing around with miners. So dude's like, hey, um, we need you to sub in for our star DPS player that's been carrying us. Uh, yeah, no and, pressure. Yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna go. We're gonna play New York. <laughs> so they did that and they won. So last week, uh, Boston beat um, Shanghai and Dallas. They had NYXL tied for 11 game winning streak and then with the Dallas game they had the, their 12th uh, game winning streak. So, uh Boston is the first team to ever beat all three Korean exclusive teams in one stage. They're also the only they're the first team to beat both top teams, London and YXL in the same stage. Um and it's interesting because like out of 12 games I think like 6 of them have gone to game 5. So, you Damn. know, it's it's not like... So they're really working for it. They're really, really working for this. And um, they have two more games next week uh, against the Gladiators and against Valiant. And if they can manage to beat them next week, they will have... They will be the first team to be completely undefeated in a stage. This is incredible. This wow. is the biggest upset in the league's history, you know? like, And I know that doesn't mean as much yet, but like... Holy shit, dude. And like with all of the controversy that they've had in the stage, it seems like with every stage, a certain team will have it's a, some amount of controversy. It was their turn this stage, but they 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 killed it anyway. And what what I noticed and what I was trying to research about this is that it seems like everybody in Boston Uprising has communication at the forefront of their priorities. Um, if you if you listen to any or read about any like interviews with anybody from Boston Uprising, they attribute their success to uh, communication, and that has been like plaguing almost every single team since Overwatch League began. Whether it be like language barriers, uh, whether it be like uh, people just like too many shot callers, uh, maybe it's like delinquents doing shit. There's like hotheads. There's big personalities. There's uh, mental issues. Like every team is dealing with something yeah. that's holding them back. Uh, you know, Shanghai is a great example of that because, like, on top of not being able to win anything, like they've got English, Mandarin, and Korean all meshed up into one. And you and know, they, you know, we suppose they had previous coaching yeah, issues and things like that. Absolutely, so. they certainly did. So. What I think is is happening here is that Boston, you know, has always had really great players, but they seem to have hit the sweet spot per se, you know, like the, it seems like they're not letting any outside factors get in the way of team communication, which is the most important thing because that increases teamwork, that increases morale, and it's increasing their win rate and it's, you know, once you once you beat London, Seoul, and New York, you're going to be riding a bit high. So you're going to have a bit oh, of yeah. confidence. You're going to have a bit of, like, swagger, if you will. Um, and that's going to help you as well. So um, I'm really hoping that, uh, like, I know that we're going to see Boston in the finals. It would be amazing for them if they took it. And what I'm most excited about is the fact that this league has changing from, like, oh, London and Seoul and New York are going to win against whoever they're playing against. It's not like that anymore at yeah. all. And like It's pretty diverse. Yeah, and it was moving away from that, but but NYXL was still, you know, being the best in the league, like just like making the least amount of mistakes of any team in the league. 
but but now like they're getting beat by Boston of all things and and now like with this upset like it just seems like anything can happen at this point and that just makes Overwatch League infinitely more fun and I just wish that the bottom teams Dallas, Florida and Shanghai would win a little bit more often. I wish things were more even, but at least on this top end it's getting a little more diverse. So we're looking at so for this uh for this final stage it's going to be four teams for the first time instead of three. And uh, we're looking at Boston, New York, Valiant, and the Gladiators. So both LA teams, New York, and Boston. So this is exciting. I'm cheering for the Gladiators, but again, I would love to see Boston win. I also love New York. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy with this. Yeah, I'm seriously. Pretty um, good spot. Yeah, so it's good. So we'll have the link to my article in the show notes. It's a lot more eloquently uh, spoken than me talking. So uh, check it out. It's, cool. it's, it's a great article, too. Thank great, you. Great work on that. Thank you. Let's move on to Hearthstone. Gather around the fire. Pull out your cards and show me what you got. Hearthstone News. So, guys, we uh, this isn't old news necessarily by now, but we haven't covered it yet. Ben Brode, he's leaving Blizzard, guys. It's a, it's a dark day. It's a sad day for all of us. Uh, ben Brode... Um, whereas he's going on to his own company, which is awesome and totally. we're really happy for him. Um, he is a personality. We all know him. We all, whether you even play the game or not, everybody loves Ben Brode. You yeah. can't, you can't help but love Ben Brode. You can't not love him. Yeah, exactly. You love him. So he's on his way, um, and here's here's a quote from um, one of his posts about it from the from the forums. I'm very fortunate to be able to work uh, to take a crazy risk right now in my life, and I'm excited to be sc- scrappy. And a little scared, I'm going to help start a new company. We'll probably make games, but we haven't figured anything else out yet. I'm looking forward to designing, programming, and actually creating things again. So, so sorry, go ahead. No, I just, go, go ahead, what's your reaction to that? I just, I admire the fuck out of that. I don't understand why anybody would want to leave Blizz. But, you know, people are different than me. I get that. I can, I can get that. But I think it's it's extremely admirable because it, it just proves what we've known all along about Ben Brode, and that is he is passionate about the things that he's working on. And maybe being the face of this franchise, maybe, you know, just like being at the head of Hearthstone, maybe that's a little less hands-on than, than he would prefer, you know? Like, he's obviously a creative person, and he really, really cares about the things that he's passionate about. And I think that... You know, if if Ben Brode can go someplace and just get his hands dirty and create, create, create something that is his, then it's going to be amazing. And you know that that doesn't that doesn't mean that he's Blizzard's competition or anything like that. That doesn't you know it doesn't mean that Hearthstone's going to be any less magical or anything like that. But I don't know if if creating games is your passion and you're not getting that even if you are like the face of the game, then, you know, that's what you have to do. And if, if this is what he needs to do to be happy, then, then that's fine. So yeah, listen, we never want anybody from our, from our Blizzard family to go, right? Cause no. we love these guys. So it's a, it's a sad day, but it's bittersweet. We're happy for him and we wish him the best. We can't wait to see what he does next. Yes. We asked, you answered. Here's our question of the week. So this one's been a long time coming. Yeah, I've been really, really excited about this. So, um, 
100 weeks ago, we asked you guys to uh, give us a limerick about any Blizzard-related topic. I love this. I love it, too. Um, so uh, we asked you on Discord, uh, you guys on Discord, for the limericks. And uh, let's read some, shall we? Please do. Okay, so the first one's from Klostein, and he says, or he writes, <clears throat> There is this fun game called Hearthstone. I play on my computer and smartphone. I play while I sit, taking a shit, and it's the best use of time on the throne. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Here's one from Necro Kijo. There once was an orc named Thrall, who thought he was better than all. But when he summoned his totem, it sprang from his scrotum, and now he has only one ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Okay. You guys are the funniest fucking people I've ever seen. Okay, here's another one from Klaustein. I love this game they called WoW. I like to play a big cow. <laughs> so big and so strong. Just imagine his schlong. The gnomes are so jealous they bow. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacular. Oh my god. Oh. Okay, this one's from Ama. There once was a warrior gnome. Into BG's he would roam. Along came an orc who punted the dork back to his tiny gnome home. <laughs> gnome home. <laughs> <laughs> Ama also wrote, My mane is a pally blood elf. But dinos, I thought to myself, I wanted to party, so I rolled Zandalari and put that poor elf on the shelf. <laughs> L-Train wrote, I said I would heal on King's Row. Bops and shields. Yeah, I'll take Lucio. I heard, die, die, die. I panicked and pressed Y. I forgot to tell my team that I blow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, here's Bionic Zero Cool... Wait, Bionics 401 says... Defense went really quite well. We got this, I said. What the hell? A point and a click, and my team hates my pick. Attack Torb's a really tough sell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Drew says, they want a limerick about Blizzy. I smiled and s I smiled. Ah, this shiz will be Izzy. <laughs> so I peeled me an orange, sat down to... Ah, fuck, never mind. <laughs> The shizzy will be Izzy. <laughs> the shiz will be Izzy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Venero's got a couple ones. Venero wrote, Sylvanas is the banshee queen. Being dead, she is often quite mean. Her skin is so flawless, though her subjects are jawless. How does a corpse stay so clean? <laughs> Dryads would make a cool race. Horse's body and beautiful face. Though they are very magical, they aren't very practical. But it's something for bronies to chase. <laughs> <laughs> um, a succubus can, in a moment, end a fight by seducing opponents. Their violence she'll quell when she casts her spell. You should see her casting components. <laughs> uh, Nightborn have entered the world. From Suramar, they all were hurled. From Alliance, rejected. Though not what expected, they raised middle fingers unfurled. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really poetic. Yeah, Holy all shit. of these are really well put together. Yeah, they are. Um, Callow says, There once was a man named Blackthorn. He was missing from the Heroes of the Storm. The Lost Vikings were great, the only classic to date. To Blizzard, he's lost and forlorn. Aw. He also wrote, I just used to play WoW all day. Then Blizz made a new way to play. With an idea from Thist, oh, you get the gist. Now you can do who you may. <laughs> Just think about that one for a while. Be fine. <laughs> Mouse Divided wrote, Heroes is the game to pick. If you wish to clickety-click-clickety-click. When I play as Muradin, my mouse gets murdered then. I calmly yell, Frick-frickety-frick-frick! -frick -frick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this one's entitled Play of the Game. Okay. From uh, Wicked, from Wicked Kitten. Kitten. Yes. It's from Wicked Kitten, and uh, she says, Tracer ran round me heart. Blinked so close she made it start. I grabbed I grabbed her ass. She gave some sass and recalled that booty away. Aw. That's kind of sad. It's got a sad ending. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's from Mellow Yeti. You asked for a limerick with Blizzard and Quick Wit. Wow, Hots Overwatch on the podcast that rocks. Lagging balls is the shiznit. Winner. Yeah, winner. Yes, this is a clear winner. Clear winner. This is from Gristle McThornbody. This is an awesome name. <laughs> I haven't played WoW since BC. It took a whole lot out of me. But then I just resubbed, and Blizzard, you flubbed. What the hell happened to PvP? Ouch. Don't talk shit about Careful. PvP. Whoa. Swolenka, go get you. <laughs> Sorry. Thayer wrote, um... We're all waiting for BFA, while some are going cray-cray, and the armies stretch far and wide because all players have chosen a side how I wish, Sylva- how I wish Sylvanas was Bay. She can be, if you join the Horde. Sure is. Skewen says, at first it was all boom, blast, blam. Junkrat maining was the plan. But this girl, <laughs> you had to meet her, an extra thick engineer called Brigitte. Can't compare. I main her now, fam. <laughs> Extra thick is spelt really well. Yeah. By the way. Thick with two C's. Two C's. Those were spectacular. You guys are incredible. Those are so clever. I know that you guys are so creative, but like when we like get to see this level of creativity and bullshit it's collide, it's wonderful. Brings a tear to mine eye. So thank you guys for that. <laughs> So, uh, the new question of the week was actually written by Thorn. Thorn, why don't you take it away? Sure. Which Blizzard Universe character would you be, would be the most tender lover? What constitutes what? a tender lover? You know, we're going to leave that open. Oh, okay. We're going to let the user define that. All right. All we want you guys to do is tell us which Blizzard Universe character, any from any of the games, would be the most tender lover. Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks. All right, so we've got some feedback going back quite a few days. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and if we, oh, also, uh, I just wanted to bring up real quickly: if we ever miss any of your emails or tweets or uh, Discord things that should have been read on the show. We are so sorry about that. Uh, we get a lot of stuff a, a lot of the time, and uh, it gets a little confusing occasionally. It's never intentional, um, unless you send us like something like really, really terrible, and we can't say it. But you would probably, yeah, you would probably understand. But anyway, um, we never do it intentionally otherwise. And uh, you know, if uh, if that bothers you, please feel free to reach out. We never mind. Uh, we we never want to miss anything that you guys send us. So if we've missed anything. Or if we do ever miss anything, please let us know and we will rectify that. Uh, or Forthwith. Forthwith. So, uh, with that being said, um, we have an email from Thea Murphy Thea. and it goes like this. Hey, all you ballers, a discussion about what to do in WoW before BFA launches. Now, we're in the first lull of the current expansion. What can we do? Well, for me... It's lots of stuff. Firstly, raids and mythic dungeons get somewhat easier the closer we get to the expansion. This is because people doing them regularly are getting better at doing them and are also doing them with higher level tunes. And finally, are generally far less hardcore about it. 
So this means pugging into a group for any level at this stage is a lot more pleasant experience. So, oh, no matter what level you do of LFR to Mythic Raids or Mythic Plus, at any level it will be easier than ever. And by doing these, you can experience the content as well as get your gear level up before the expansion. For me, doing this at the end of the expansion made a big difference to uh, the ease of leveling in early stages of the expansion. Next is some achievements. Going through some old, uncompleted achievements in your log can be a good way to see old content. If you haven't played from vanilla, then there will be a lot of achievements from earlier expansions you may not have seen. By doing these, you can you can be forced into old content and story that you may not know yet, or sent to explore zones that you just don't need to visit in current content. Ah. Another option is to try out a new class and race. Now you... Now that you may not be trying to keep up with current content, you may have time to test out a new class. There is time to level up a bit and find out if it's a class that you like. And if it doesn't work out, then swapping back to your current main means you're not behind on any new content. But if you like your new class, you get a chance to level up before the new expansion. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, or you could, increasing your mount or battle pet collection. Again, this can be another way to get you into some old content. Collecting either of these items can send you into old zones and old content, again, to see what's going on in old areas of Azeroth. Or, if you want to think outside the box, play another game. Overwatch or Diablo 3 or Hearthstone or something else. Blizzard, of course. Why not go hardcore on another game? And if you burn out on that game in the next three months, you might just be ready to return to Warcraft for the new expansion. Still loving the show? Fair. Watch out, the gnomes are, gnomes are coming. <laughs> um... I certainly hope they're not. There, those were amazing points. Yeah, and great I'm, tips. Yeah, and I'm really, really glad that you brought that up because there is a lull going on right now. I'm feeling it. Like no, nothing ever makes me want to stop playing WoW, but I am feeling it pretty hard uh, this time around. Yep. Uh, I think just because um, our raid team and and uh, the progression that we've made in the past couple of months has been substantial. Like we've we're getting pretty good, you yeah. know. And so. Uh, uh, I don't know. We've just we've just been doing a lot of the same things over and over. We've progressed pretty much as far as we can get at this point. Um, and you know, I, I still log in all the time for um, bonus weeks and uh, time walking and, and doing BGs and, and dailies and things like that too. But you bring up a lot of great points. Like this is the sweet spot. Like this is the time where you don't have to worry about keeping up with uh, current content, and you don't you you just you have time to mess around right now and in. World of Warcraft. There is so much to mess around with. So oh, yeah. this is your time to mess around and get yourself ready or not ready. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah, that's uh, why I finished leveling my Resto Druid, and I'm and I'm seriously considering leveling my my Warlock, my original main, which is still sitting down at ninety. Do it. I hear we also lots. got another email or uh, an email from somebody named Nathaniel. Hey, Nathaniel. Um, it's a one line email along with an image, and the image is a microscope. Yes. And on the microscope, uh, well, what he wrote was. Even when all you do is look at people's blood, you still get dick pics. And this <laughs> image is a, a photograph from a microscope um, and one set of the blood, the blood molecules yeah, are, are basically shaped like a dick. Yeah, it's shaped so. like a dick. There's dick. There's well a dick played, right Nathaniel. There's blood dicks. <laughs> You got dicks in your blood. That's what our blood probably looks like. I know mine probably looks like dicks. But thank you, Nathaniel. I really appreciated that. I was somewhere... I was somewhere, and I and I got this message on my phone, and I, it made me giggle. I don't know where I was. <laughs> I think I was on the train. Anyway, I hope it was I, somewhere inappropriate. Yeah, I got it somewhere, and it was really funny. So thank you for that. Do you so mind much. if I read this one? Yeah, go for it. This is from our friend Adam, who is from oh. the um, Surviving the Apocalypse: The Nerd's Way yes. podcast. 
Um, he's a good friend of the show. He's a really great guy. Um, he's got an amazing voice. Um, so you should definitely check out his podcast. Again, it's called Surviving the Apocalypse, The Nerd's Way. Um, and that's not part of his message, but I wanted to shout it out because I'm really enjoying that podcast. I just started listening regularly, and um, I'll actually be on that show in a couple weeks. So, Thorn and Thist, good evening, you glorious people. <laughs> I write this as I sit outside under the clear night sky finishing my lunch. It's approximately 11.30 p.m., and I've just finished the latest episode of Lagging Balls. As I've mentioned before, I'm a little bit of a loner. I work nights in a job that doesn't really have much in the way of social activity. At times, the echoing quiet can be unsettling in such a place. It hangs over the rooms like a storm cloud, just waiting for the opportunity to break open. So how does one combat such a thing? How do you fight against the unsettling, echoing quiet? With copious amounts of dick jokes and blizzard content. <laughs> I work 12-hour shifts alone, and my only company, for the most part, are the numerous podcasts I listen to. You, Fine Fist and Thorn, are chief among them. It is a warmth that spreads through me like fine whiskey when I hear your voices. You banish the silence and loneliness to the far reaches of forgetfulness when I listen to your podcast. It's entertaining, and you both do a magnificent job engaging with your community. No matter what others say, no matter how, no matter what you think or feel, what you do matters. You have made a difference in the lives of others. You can see it in the growing community. You can see it by those that support you in any way, be it through Patreon, iTunes reviews, or simply tweeting at you. You've touched these people inappropriately, I'm sure, as you have touched me. You inspire, you create, you are simply beautiful, man magnificent, fantastic, gloriously good-looking people that deserve the world. You have done what others strive for. You've made a difference in the lives of many. I'm cutting this short because it's far too sappy for me and I have a reputation of evil nonchalance to uphold. Plus, I must continue my work. Just remember, if you disregard the rest of this rubbish email, what you do matters and you have changed the life of at least one and sometimes one is all that's needed. Much love from Australia, Adam. Can I just say, like, this does not even surprise me because Adam is one of the sweetest people I've ever talked to. I mean, evil. One of the most evil, evil. people. I meant evil. Did yes. I say sweetest? I meant evil. Yes. No, but <laughs> Adam is so sweet and so honest and genuine. And it's really nice that, uh, you know, like we've met him through this community and I just like, I adore him. He's got the coolest voice yeah, I've ever heard. Voice ever and uh you know like he he's always he's always one of the first people to send me like a friendly dm if it seems like i'm having a bad day so adam thank you so much for this like this yeah what a message man thank seriously you. like any any podcaster would be lucky to have anybody like think about this let alone take the time to type out a whole email about it on you know your your lunch break at 11 p.m at night <laughs> yeah but because um, he works nights yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of his day but no it's it's so appreciated thank yeah, you so thanks, much man. adam thank honestly from the bottom of my heart like that it just stuff like this you guys just validates us makes us feel good about all the work that we do and we just we love you guys so much and we just want you guys to enjoy what we do and and that's that's the only end game for us and you guys are so generous with your compliments and your feedback and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. So thank you, Adam, and thank you to everybody who's ever sent us a kind word. I'm getting all choked up here. <laughs> I'm going to read the next one real quick. Uh, uh, this is from uh, Christian. And uh, Christian says, Hi, baller in Bali. I'm the baller. You're the Bali. <laughs> uh, for the intro to the next LB episode, Thist just has to continue her short remix of My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard with My Sandrake Brings All the Boys to the from last <laughs> the last episode and make it into an intro song. P.S. I was going to send a dick pic with this email, but my magnifying glass broke when I was <laughs> when 
when I dropped it trying to make a good pose of my cameras and my camera zoom isn't that great. So maybe another time. XOXO. Uh, thank you, Christian. Nice one, Christian. <laughs> my milkshake brings all the boys to... Oh, shit. My Sandrick brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, get on my mount. And I'm like, get on my dragon. And they're like, how do you get the Sandrick? And I'm like, you have to buy it on the auction house or you have to be an alchemist. And it's kind of... Doesn't uh, quite flow right. Yeah, that doesn't quite. But uh, no, that's a really good idea. Thank you, Christian, for yeah, reaching thanks. out. And uh, sorry that's about That's a message all the way from Sweden. Yeah. Thanks, Christian. Yeah. Sorry about your magnifying glass, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you don't need it. Um, And now here comes the part where we thank our new patrons. We've had uh, a bunch since uh, the couple of weeks we've been not mentioning patrons. We're sorry about that. Uh, Thank you so much to Nico, Macho King, Thomas P., Thorgram56, Kyle W., and Josh E. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. Holy crap. We are continually... uh, shocked and surprised at all of the support that you guys give us and we're gonna we're, we're gonna make it worth your while um we have some meetups coming up uh, soon yes and, uh, and my magnifying glass is not broken yeah <laughs> what <laughs> but no seriously thank you to our new patrons thank you to our long-standing patrons to uh patrons of old who had to stop because reasons we totally get that yeah totally when you guys unsub to our patreon that is not uh that is not a personal slight against us we do not take that personally we know that times are tough sometimes and you know you have to put things before other things so we get that Boy, uh, do we yeah, so sometimes we get uh, apologetic emails from from you guys uh, apologizing not not being able to sub anymore. Please please don't feel like you need to do that. It's it's totally cool. We understand. Uh, so just thank you so much for just listening and being here with us. And and if you can support us through Patreon, that's fucking great. We can't tell you how much that means to us. Uh, so uh, thank you guys. Um, and you know if you want to do something. Uh, that's nice. We love iTunes reviews. You don't even have to write anything. You just, like, put how many stars you see fit. It's good for us. It makes us look good. (laughs) Um, But we do have a new uh, iTunes review. We sure do. It was uh, from April 17th, written by 12 Dark Tales. Just listen to one of the best interviews with a Blizzard employee ever. Hands down, this is the Blizzard podcast that is at the top of my list every week. Love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you. Thank you so much, 12 Dark Tales. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, uh, I had a lot of fun with that interview. I, it was a unique, uh, sort of, uh, opportunity, I guess, to talk to somebody who is, uh, a huge, uh, influence at Blizzard, a main staple of Blizz, somebody who's been working there for like 10 years, um, and just sort of like asking him, Asking James, like, all of the questions that I've always wanted to yeah. ask. And, you know, like, I love learning about Blizzard, but the important questions needed to be asked, and they got Indeed. answered. Indeed. And it was really great. Uh, so that was uh, that was our last episode, if you guys haven't heard it. I definitely recommend checking it out. So um, that is the end of the show. Uh, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Um, I don't know. You know, it's it's um, it was nice to mix it up. For a while, but it's nice to be back to kind of our regularly scheduled yeah. programming. If this feels good. <laughs> it feels right, you know? Yeah. Um, our third year anniversary is coming up next month. Ah, uh, yes. In May. Yes. Three years, Holy man. crap. What the fuck? Wow. Why am I so wow. old? 
<laughs> I'm not though. What does that have to do with nothing. your age? It has nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we've got that to look forward to. I wonder what's gonna happen. Hmm. We have to think about that one. Yeah, we have no idea. But anyway, um, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll be back next week with more bullshit. As always. Oh yes. Just end the show. Fuck. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just waiting (laughs) Just messing with you Hey ballers, send us your thoughts Comments, dick pics, whatever We appreciate all content and feedback Now stay tuned for some other stuff That's awesome The hype for BlizzCon 2018 Has begun, and so has our planning For this year's Con Before the Storm Con Before the Storm will bring together fans and content creators for all of Blizzard franchises once again at the Anaheim Hilton on November 1st. This is the largest Blizzard community-built event, and it's made possible thanks to everyone who supports our Kickstarter campaign, which is now live at conbeforestorm.com. Our initial funding goal is $13,500, and we're confident we can hit that goal with the community's help. As always, we plan to include meet-and-greet opportunities with dozens of content creators, including artists, podcasters, Twitch streamers, esports personalities, and much more. Returning fan favorites that are already confirmed for this year include badge artists Egg Dishes and Tepish, as well as the return of shirt and button designer Nadia Lee. Finally, it wouldn't be Con Before the Storm without World of Podcasts, which will be celebrating its six-year anniversary. However, our plans for World of Podcasts have grown, as have the costs to make it a reality, and we need your help to bring World of Podcasts back for its best year yet. Get ready for a great night of podcasting content should we hit our stretch goal of $24,500. To learn more about our plans, stretch goals, and backer rewards, go to combeforestorm.com and follow at combeforestorm on Twitter for ongoing updates. See you at BlizzCon! Greetings, gamers. This is MewCow, your guide in treating a common gamer condition called alt-itis. Unless you've learned engineering on every alt, let's discuss gearcraft professions. In Legion, the leatherworking, tailoring, and blacksmithing professions took a bit of a hit on their usefulness. The gear these professions make is easily outclassed the moment you hit max level, and can't be worn until then anyway. The only usefulness these gear pieces serve at this point in the expansion is their transmog looks. They are each worth getting to max profession level once, for things like mounts and toys, but you can drop the profession afterwards. They also all have collectible toys and other novelties, such as pet toys and the occasional social consumable, but their popularity doesn't match that of engineering items of similar make. Most of these consumables are also tradable, leaving little use of holding onto that profession beyond losing the time and effort getting there. It wouldn't hurt to have your less active alts keep one of each of these professions, though, in case the next expansion changes things for the better. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss a topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net, and show notes can be found on our website, altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your altitis. Thanks for listening, ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Our website is laggingballs.com. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. For Twitch, 
YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus. Search Lagging, Lagging Balls. Basically, just search Lagging Balls, and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean. <laughs> Until next week, ballers. We love you inappropriately. Have you ever tried to eat spaghetti and it's like long spaghetti and your mom didn't cut it up for you and then it like <laughs> like half of it goes down your throat and the other half isn't and you're just like choking on this food? I'm not sure my parents ever cut my spaghetti for me. Oh, maybe it's just like a cautionary thing for me because I'm a fucking <laughs> moron who can't fucking eat spaghetti apparently. Did you Never- wear a helmet around town as Shut well? Shut up. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs>